Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of LaunchPeer, and today we're going to be talking about what you should be doing with your startup if you have a very low amount of money you can spend on it. So Cynthia from Albuquerque, New Mexico, is asking about, you know, I have a good steady job, you know, it's okay, it pays the bills, I have a little bit of money every month that I could use towards my idea. What should I be spending that money on? How do I know how much of it I should be spending? How do I know when to ramp up that cost, when to start taking it full time? So I'm going to be talking about this from my point of view because I started Launchpeer with very little money. I have a lot of customers here at Launchpeer who did exactly the same thing. So we're going to be talking about what I would do if I had just a little bit of extra money every month to spend on my startup. What would I be spending that on and how would I be utilizing it to make sure that my startup actually succeeds? Today's question comes from Cynthia in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She writes in, I'm low on savings, but have a steady job that pays a decent hourly rate. I was going to keep doing this job while working on my business part-time until I can officially go full-time on my startup. My bills are super low, and I just recently got everything else paid off, so now most of my income is just going into savings. How should I be investing this small but extra money I have in order to give my startup idea the best chance to succeed? In addition, is there a point when I should stop putting my income towards my business? Hey, Cynthia, thanks for your question. Uh, I, I definitely can feel where you're coming from. When I started Launchpeer, I had very little money. I had probably enough to, to live off of for like two or three months. I went full time into Launchpeer a little bit out of ignorance. <laughs> I thought that once we signed our first customer, the ball was just going to roll. I, ha- I had the mentality that a lot of founders have, which is if you build it, they'll come. Oh, hey, somebody came. That means a ton of people are going to come. That's the mentality I had when I started Launchpeer, which was definitely not how it ended up working out. Okay. And so whenever I talk to founders now, I always talk to them. I talk to them through this entire process of, you know, how much money should you be spending, especially if you're just trying to live? Like we all have bills to pay. We don't all have just a hundred thousand dollars lying around that we could just spend money on our startup. We're not going to be able to go sell a house or sell a car and use that money to build it. So how do we spend that little bit of extra cash that we have every month in order to build something successful? So I'm going to talk about this through what I would personally do. And I talked about this a few episodes when I was talking about validating your startup idea. And so this is what I would do. First, I would really hone in on what my idea is and who I'm actually serving. Okay. Once you do that and you have a really good defined customer profile, I would sit down and try to think through what service I can offer that falls in line with the tech startup idea that I have. And I'm assuming that Cynthia's idea is for a tech startup. Okay. I I don't know if that's true. She didn't give me much information about what she was working on, but that's typically what our customers are trying to build at LaunchPeer is tech startups. So building a web app or building a mobile app. So if I had very little money and I couldn't go actually build the actual product right now from scratch, what I would do is try to figure out what service I can offer to that demographic of of person that would eventually use my application once I built it and figure out, okay, I know who that person is. I know what problem I'm trying to solve. Let me try to figure out what service I can offer them that will solve that problem. So let's just, I used this example last time I talked about this. I'm going to use it again here. Let's say I'm trying to build an app that automates social media posting on Instagram. Okay. Posting on social media uh, on Instagram is kind of a pain in the ass. If you don't have it directly on your phone and you're taking pictures all the time and doing it everywhere, having the desktop app, it's hard to upload photos. Like they don't really, I don't even think Instagram has a native desktop app still, which is, I guess, fine if that's their business model. (laughs) I never really liked that. Um, But let's just say that that's what you're trying to build. Okay. You're trying to make it easier for people to, to automate their social media posting on Instagram. Now, 
that's a great text startup idea. If you validated it, if you know that people want it, if you've talked to people and they're asking for it, like, yeah, I really wish it was easier to post more on Instagram. It's just, I don't have enough content to post on, on Instagram right now. So if that's the problem you're trying to solve, I would think, okay, what's a service that I can offer to these people where I don't need to build any technology. I just need to spend my time doing this. And with services, the great thing about it is you can charge a lot more than you can with a tech startup. So with that product, you might be able to charge $10 a month, $20 a month, maybe $50 or $100 a month. I've seen some SaaS startups that start out with even more than that, $500, $1,000 a month. But either way, with services, you can probably charge at least five, if not 10 times more that price and still get people to work with you. So let's just say that you decided, okay, I know who my demographic is. I know that the, the problem I'm trying to solve for them, I'm going to build a service that allows me to do it for them and still solve that problem. That's what I would do. So the first thing I would do is find a domain name. It costs like 10 or 15 bucks to do that. Pick a really good one that falls in line with not only the service that you're going to create, but eventually the product that you're going to create. So I wouldn't go pick a domain name that has like agency in the name. I want to pick a domain name that has like service in the name or anything like that. I would just pick a really good name that you would eventually want to turn into your actual tech startup. Once you do that and spend that $15, the next thing I would do is build a landing page or a website. This is super easy. It's cheap, 10, 15, $20 a month. You can set up a WordPress site, Squarespace. You can even use a landing page builder like Unbounce or something like that. I would set up a landing page where I talk about, the problem that I'm solving and the solution that I'm offering on the service side for these types of customers. And then I would do the same thing that I would do if I was building a tech startup, which is go find those customers. Either spend a little bit of money every month on paid advertisements. You can probably spend as little as 20 to $30 a week or something like that. It's not a huge amount. Go to events, go talk to people, try to get as many people as you can to start using your actual service. Once I started doing that and started making revenue from that service, that's going to do a couple things for you. One, hopefully eventually you'll start making more money on the service side in order to go full time on it and then hire someone to kind of do a lot of that work for you. The second thing that you're going to be able to do with the service side is use that money and reinvest it into building the product. You see a lot of examples of this in the startup world today. The one that I just know offhand is the story of Basecamp. Basecamp is a project management tool. They didn't just decide one day. The founders were like, you know what? We're going to build a project management tool. They never even had that idea in their mind. They were actually running a digital agency. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but if you search their backstory, you can find it pretty quickly. They were running an agency and they decided, you know what? Managing our projects is really hard. We're going to build a project management software that helps us make it easier. And then they just decided to start to open it up and start charging other people for using that application. So not exactly the same as what I'm recommending to Cynthia here. I'd say another good example of a company that actually did this, I was listening to an interview of them earlier today, is Price Intelligently. I think they changed their name to ProfitWell now. But if you listen to their founder's story, and he's very open about what they did, he didn't have the money to go just build a piece of software and just start selling it. Uh, what he decided to do was, well, we're going we're gonna to get into services because that's very high ticket. We're going to use that money and reinvest it into building the technology. So over the years, they've just built more and more technology on the, on the software side, but they still charge a ton of money on the service side. I think they were originally charging like $1,000 or a few thousand dollars. Now they're charging like twenty dollars to $30,000 to some of the biggest companies in the United States to help them figure out how much they should charge for their SaaS products, which is, which is crazy. I'm really jealous of that business model. You get paid $30,000 to help someone figure out whether they should charge 10, 20, 30, or $100 a month for their products. So uh, it's a great business model. 
But if I had very little money in the bank, that's exactly what I would do. I'm a huge believer in starting off with services and transforming that into building a product. Even here at Launchpeer, we build products internally for, for ourselves and for our customers all the time. Um, I, on one of the podcasts, I was talking to you guys about launch bids, which basically helps the matchmaking process between tech co-founders and non-technical co-founders. We have other products that we're building here at Launchpeer, but we wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for the money we were making on the services side. We use that money to reinvest in our own business and also in the technology pieces that we want to build to surround our business. So Cynthia, once you get to that point when you're making enough money to reinvest and build the software, then I would move forward and start hire, figuring out, okay, I should hire a developer. You know, How much is it going to cost me to build the software? Okay, how much am I making per month on my service side? Okay, I'm going to reinvest this much money into the software side of the business. And then I would move forward with that. Okay, the other alternative that you have is obviously to go raise money, but you didn't ask about that. So I'm not even going to go into that right now because that's another option that you have. With our customers here at Launchpeer, with our prototype service, they're typically having us build their prototype, which is like an interactive design of what your application will eventually look like. They're most of the time having us build their prototype in order to use it to go raise funding. And typically our customers raise between like a hundred and five hundred thousand dollars in their seed round of funding and then use that money to go build their product. But I was talking about it more from the point of view of what I would do if I didn't have any money, which also includes not having any investment. So Cynthia, hopefully that helps you. For anyone out there, if you're thinking about making your SaaS or startup idea a service business and you're not sure exactly how to do that, just shoot us an email, hello at launchpeer.com, and I promise we'll respond to you and try to figure out a way to help you out. But good luck, Cynthia. Hope everything works out for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. Recently, our team has wanted to put together a community of founders just like you, and that's exactly what we're doing. If you head over to launchpeer.club, you can join our free Facebook group with founders trying to build, launch, and scale their tech startups. You're going to get personal help from our team at Launchpeer. We're going to be doing regular Facebook Lives and trainings that are only going to be available in the group. So if you're interested, head over to launchpeer.club to join. And if you haven't already, go over to iTunes or whatever podcast host that you listen on and give us a rating or review. It helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more founders who listen to this, the more questions that we'll get. And again, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.